0: Welcome back to Just Giants with Grump and the Cranky Fan, the best damn podcast for the best damn football team. I'm your host, The Football Grump, and with me again is The Cranky Fan.
1: (laughs) It's nice to see you again. Uh, Grump had a nice vacation in Chamonix in France and in Geneva, and then I got the flu on the way home. It was awful. I had three COVID tests, one out there, two here, and I thought I was dead, but uh, just the flu. Like the good old days, and you just get the flu. So uh, today's the first day I'm actually sort of alive. So um, we wanted to get an episode in to talk about all the stuff that's happened in the last week. So I haven't talked to you guys in a while. I've had a couple of random tweets complaining about most things. But uh, (laughs) we want want to get something off before the weekend hits. And, uh, you know, more things happen concerning the Giants. So good to be back. Missed you, Grump.
0: Yeah, man, it's been a while since we've talked, and uh, we haven't really talked about any of the moves that happened. I kind of had to do a lot of that on, on my own, uh, which is fine. But, I mean, I really want your takes on this. So, like, some of this is recap from the last episode, but, like, most of this is going to be a little bit uh, – well, first of all, it's going to be updated because we got some uh, – some numbers came in since the last episode. Some new moves came, and then uh, you know we get your take on some stuff, and not just my my shitty opinion. So um, <laughs> get
1: to get two shitty opinions, that's great.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's
1: uh, the will, only thing better than one. And I will apologize in advance for the infrequent to frequent coughing, sniffling, and whatever comes out of my orifices this episode. So unacceptable. unacceptable. We'll get through it. Um, biggest news on the
0: table, the Giants signed backup quarterback Terod Taylor. Now, going back to when we did our quarterbacks search, you had Terod Taylor as the top of tier two, which were guys that you thought would legitimately push Daniel Jones for a starting
1: position. Do you still feel that way? Well, it's, first of all, I'll give you credit because you mentioned him last year. I did, I, I like Terod
0: Taylor as a backup for a young quarterback. I do. Yeah.
1: Um, I. I'm going to say I agree he's a guy who could push him, but I generally believe this, that this organization did not bring him in to push him. And I am in the firm belief that Daniel Jones is your starting quarterback. And this year, 2022, this season, is to determine if he's going to be your quarterback going forward. If you are going to franchise him after the season's over, to work out a long-term deal – you know, does he have it between the ears to be a starting quarterback in this league does he fit the scheme that we're trying to build around it all of that is true bringing in a quarterback th- th- i know the narrative is out there now that they should bring someone in to challenge him and to bring him in to push him i don't understand what why people think that's important and i think that's silly and i think it's detrimental of anything i mean daniel jones is your quarterback he's your quarterback and I don't think he needs any added pressure of somebody breathing down his neck who's also taking first-team snaps from him. Because if you're bringing in a quarterback to push him, that means you're there's an expectation that he, had, he might be really in competition for the starting job. And that's not what we want. And I do not believe that's not what this front office and coaching staff have done. Now, to an- answer your question, could he be a, a tier, still a two, Tier 2 guy to be a starter? So if, you know, Daniel Jones gets hurt and goes down or he struggles mightily and he looks awful and he comes in, do I have confidence that he could play and, you know, keep this team afloat? Absolutely, 100%. Because, you know, I've said it before that I don't care about the record this year. And if Jones goes down, I'm all for being 4-12 and 12 and getting that first pick the year after and, and, and getting your real franchise quarterback. But I don't want this team to have happen what happened last year where we became the laughing stock of the league and being a laughing stock of the league means people lose their jobs when they maybe shouldn't have I mean Joe Judge lost his job because his team became a laughing stock a lot of it wasn't his fault and a lot of it was a perfect storm but we became a laughing stock we became the butt of jokes causing changes to have to be made and you don't want to be put in a position where you have a practice squad quarterback being your quarterback and just looking like he's never thrown a ball in his life and having, you know, a completely backup offensive line and all the things that's happened, happening again. So I think I like the signing. I think it's great, but let's put it in perspective why he's here. He's here to be a very good backup quarterback. He's not there to push Daniel Jones.
0: I a hundred percent agree with you. Um, His 2022, uh, cap hit is going to be under $3 million, but there's an $8 million dead. So he is here next year, uh, this coming year. In 2023, it's a about a $7 million cap hit with a $5.5 million dead. So he can be cut next year if need be. Now, I, I completely agree with you. I don't think that he is pushing Daniel Jones for... The starting job and and the reason why is exactly what you said like th- that doesn't make any sense either Daniel Jones is our future or he's not but either way Terod Taylor is not so ha- and the only time you would bring in another quarterback to push if he's not going to be the future in any sense of the word is if you think you have a legitimate chance this year or for the duration of his contract um to push into the playoffs and make something happen. And they're not that either. So really what Terod Taylor is is a capable backup that can come in if Daniel Jones gets hurt and you can continue to evaluate the rest of the team and it doesn't become the clown show that it became last Mm -hmm. year when Jake Fromm couldn't throw a pass more than 20 yards. And the two-year deal allows him to be a starter next year in the event that Daniel Jones is not retained and, again continue to evaluate a roster and if you draft a quarterback next year he can start the year and then eventually you can work in your drafted quarterback or not I mean he can he can take the whole year to develop Then there's no rush to force him out there
1: we just have a really good backup quarterback I mean there's nothing wrong with having that in this league sure and also well I mean I don't know I
0: don't know that I buy that I don't buy that because having a good backup quarterback as a I mean yes you're right that he is a good backup quarterback probably the best backup quarterback you could get um but i mean like the only time you would really need that is if you are a legitimate contender of some kind with you know you you don't want to lose that momentum if your starting quarterback goes down
1: yeah but let's say let's go worst case scenario and you know daniel jones is not here next year and we have the number you know, three pick and we dropped a quarterback and mm-hmm. you know We've seen it a hundred times where a rookie comes in and he struggles and they have to bench him for a couple of weeks. He's like he's yeah. just not ready to play. And you know, maybe it's Trey Lance who they just needs a, a year to be ready to before he can play. So maybe they having that stability behind them for next year I think is very important in if it's a transition year. Now, if Daniel Jones plays pretty well this year and the decision's made that he's gonna be going forward, well then the situation changes and then you could see what you do with 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 Taylor you could cut him you could trade him you could do whatever but let's worry about 2023 in 2023 the world will be completely different you know in East Rutherford next year um are you happy with the signing yeah i th- i guess again i am going to go with the belief that that's why they brought him in i yeah. don't think i don't think there's any illusions of a a competition or really even to push i think he's there that i I just think that you know and this is again the mayors. i don't think you know nobody was here in the building you know from the last administration really anymore but they don't want to go through again what happened last year where we were not prepared at the backup quarterback position you know mike glennon fell off a cliff i i I, again who knows if he was actually if he got hurt or just the the perfect storm of everybody hurt around him made him be so horrible but the expectation when the season started was Mike Lennon could be a decent enough backup quarterback. And I just think they wanted to make sure that we didn't fall into that position again where we had a noodle arm back there. So I'm, I'm happy with it. I, I, I think it's fine. I mean, you're going to have to spend money in this league to get relative quality. And I think this is a, uh, you know. I'm ecstatic, I'm ecstatic it's not Mitchell Trubisky.
0: That's it. I'm ecstatic it's not Mitchell Trubisky. Ugh. Um, I don't let's <laughs> let's move on though. F- fuck that. I, I don't even want to entertain that idiot. Um, the Giants signed the three offensive linemen four four offensive linemen. They signed John Feliciano, who is being signed to play center. Apparently, he wants to play center and previously has always been playing behind good centers, so he's played guard. Um, they signed Mark Lewinsky from the Indianapolis Colts, three years, eighteen million dollars. He's a guard. He played right guard there, uh, about 30 years old. They signed Matthew Gano from uh, Atlanta. That's like a one-year contract, around a million dollars. He's a tackle. Um, and they re-signed Corey Cunningham, uh, I think just today, uh, Thursday. Um, for uh, Last year, I mean, he, he served some time as a jumbo tight end. I think he also had some spurts at tackle with the injuries with Solder and with everybody. Um So they have now they've 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 now beefed up the depth. You know what I mean? They have one legitimate starter, they have one fringe starter, and then they have two depth guys added to a very, very, very barren offensive line. So while none of these guys jumped out to me, were like, Yeah, I mean all these guys, (laughs) all of them, they should be replaced through the draft probably, or some free agency stuff you know, in the coming years. But this year, next year, or the year after, all of them. Well, all of them did, are stopgaps.
1: What they did was they bought some time, and they bought yes. themselves a little flexibility. Again, yes. we, this is not, we've said this a thousand times in this show, and we'll say it a thousand times to remind everybody, this is not a playoff team next year. The clock is not running for next year. They are not one offensive lineman away from winning the Super Bowl next year. Having said that, to bring in real quality, you know, it takes time. It takes several drafts to build that complete offensive line. So, they had to do something. From you saw the garbage we had last year, and they were able to get economical pieces. Um, the first thing that jumped out to me when when they made all these moves really quickly was, there's no expectation they're gonna see, you're gonna see Nick Gates or Shane Lemieux anytime soon, right? Mean, Shane, not, Shane Lemieux, I could see.
0: Uh, I think Shane but Lemieux... they're not counting,
1: they're not counting no, no, on either of them. I things.
0: don't think they're counting on anything other than Andrew Thomas, period. Yeah. They're counting right. on Andrew Thomas to hold down that left tackle spot. But I think right now, the way things stand, they have a legitimate battle between Lemieux and Bredesen, at left guard. Um, I don't think they're expecting anything from Gates, <laughs> I, and I, I, I would caution fans to expect anything from him. If he ever right. comes back to football, I seriously doubt it's going to be this coming year. I would be yeah. super shocked if he does. So, so it, forget I, Nick Gates and forget Matt Parrot for that matter.
1: Yeah. I mean, they are, they're basically moving forward as if they have nothing because yeah. kind of in all intents and purposes, they had nothing. So that's a but good. but none of that stuff wipes off the table. Getting a
0: guard in the draft that will be immediately better than Lemieux or Bredesen. There's oh, nothing wiping that. But see, if they don't do that, they can function with one of those two guys there. They can they can they're going to add stuff to the offensive line. Whether it's left guard or not is kind of up to however the draft falls now. But if it falls in a way in which they can't get a left guard, that's going to. It, beat out either of those guys they can function with one of those guys so long as they continue to upgrade whenever they can right or, would, wherever they can i should yeah, say. yeah
1: because what they're doing is they're taking away the sense of desperation in this draft. yes like we have to get a guard with one of these two picks now they've given themselves a little bit of flexibility a little bit more maneuverability you know they may be a little more interested in listening to a trade if the right offer comes around They they don't have to because they have nobody they got stuff and you're right everybody that we signed in the last week or so will probably not be on this roster at the beginning of the 2020 uh two, three, four season maybe not even next year correct um, hopefully it won't I mean they make you know they draft well this year they draft well next year none of these guys are, are here anymore or they're just depth guys in 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 about
0: a year you're going to want Glowinski to lose his job there's yeah. nothing wrong with him he's a quality mm-hmm guy to have he's not great he's not amazing he's fine he's at like
1: teams are the elite offensive lines a guy like him is you know he's a swing yeah.
0: guy he's off the bench correct mm-hmm. um let's switch to tight end the giants had cut caden smith they waved him injured mm-hmm. um and they last night wednesday night Signed Ricky Seals-Jones from the Washington Commanders on a likely one-year deal for about a million dollars. To me, this is kind of a swap. I mean, both of these guys, to me, are fringe tight end two guys.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, he's Um, healthier.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the rumors that that I started to hear was that Caden Smith's knee was a lot worse than a lot of people thought. Right. Um, And that seems to be... I think that that was a major factor in letting him go
1: well at least you know again you have to crawl before you can walk and then run is it when we did our tight end review a few weeks back yep we said there's nobody on the roster <laughs> everybody's either you know gonna, going to be cut or is a restricted or unrestricted free agent and they won't be back so you have to start with getting bodies in there and again You have somebody in now that you don't have to, you know, reach, even if it's the fourth round or fifth round to get a tight end, you don't have to worry that to get a body in there. So, again, these are moves kind of on the margins, but they are for what they are, quality guys that are stopgap guys, professionals that know how to do their job that we hope will be replaced in the near future with younger talent, cheaper talent for the long haul.
0: Yeah, and it was a couple of weeks ago we did that that project episode to try and cut $40 million. You cut Caden Smith and I didn't. Um, you were saving about $2.5 million and I, I was like, well, I don't want to leave the tight end room completely barren. And in my head at the time that made sense and now I'm looking at it and it still makes sense. But this makes just as much sense. If you're going to have to – Saving Caden Smith does not change the fact that they will need to completely overhaul the tight end room. You might as well cut him because he's hurt. Save $2.5 million and you're still going to overhaul the tight end position, but now it's a full priority. Signing Ricky Seals-Jones pretty much replaces Caden Smith and brings you right back to where you were for a little bit less you're still gonna have to overhaul it, but they kind of replaced him a little bit with with a guy like Ricky Seals, who's a- who's really tall and a good. Uh, uh, I mean, he's he's an okay hands guy, but yeah. Well, I mean, we had Evan Ingram who had no hands. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're about the same, and he blocks just as bad. But mm-hmm. you know what? I mean, he does need a like tight end. Like I said, he's one. a he's a fringe tight end two guy. He really should be a tight end three, but right. you know. Um, We can function with him at Mm 10-2. Let's flip really quickly to some of the latest news on defense. The Giants have cut Logan Ryan, interestingly enough, saving under a million dollars. From what I'm hearing uh, or seeing, I think it was like Tom Rock or Dan Duggan, one of those two, um, that it was simply one of those things where it's like he was kind of around for his intangibles and they just don't – see him as being that guy for them you know And he's he's part of the old regime really
1: it, intangibles are in the eye of the holder
0: yeah you know um I, I, this is a curious move i don't did we
1: both what did we, what did we say when we did our we um...
0: both kept him because the the dead hit is garbage i mean like mm-hmm. it, it, it took away everything he saved basically nothing by getting rid of him um
1: you know, Giants fans
0: immediately thought that this meant that they were going to go after Kyle Hamilton in the draft. Um, as usual, everything has to be solved with a first-round pick whenever we make <laughs> a move. Um, look, I would love to have Kyle Hamilton. He's He is something else. He is the best safety in this class. I also don't think that safety is such a huge need that we need to replace it with the best guy, whatever. And also, I, he's not the best safety I've ever seen. Uh, I don't think he ranks anywhere near... Uh, like the Sean Taylor's of the of the NFL history world, and, and yeah, but
1: those guys are like, you know, yeah, but
0: what I'm great. saying is, we're, we're talking about top ten pick here. I don't know that I want to spend five or seven on, uh, not just I, I don't want to pigeonhole him as a safety, but I don't want I don't think I want to p- spend that on him. Period. I agree, um, and I don't think this increases that need at all. You know, uh, they're going to get a safety. They need a safety. Having Julian Love and Xavier McKinney
1: is not enough. And again, if you're talking about you're talking about a safety that we all thought was hanging around for the intangibles, that means it's probably... I mean, he's a good to- player anyway. He's not terrible. I, I, I don't think terrible. he's bad. He's close to a replacement level. You can, you can go out there and find that guy. Yeah, 100%. There. I mean, he's near the end of his career. Yeah. So I, I
0: don't think that this changes too much other than it guarantees that they'll take a safety in the draft or, or some level of DB that can transition to safety or, or something like that.
1: Um, or we'll see what happens on cut down days or you know the other ways you can pick up guys. But they, they will acquire one somehow. Um, and interestingly enough, the Giants did not, were
0: not able to trade James Bradbury before the 4 p.m. deadline to get under the cap. So they had to make other moves to make that happen. From what I understand, they are still shopping him. And trying to get his contract off the books. Right now, they don't have enough money to sign any draft picks. So they're going to have to figure something out. And if they were to get rid of the $12 million cap hit from him, they would, in that one move, be able to sign everybody. So I, I they're still shopping him. I wouldn't be terribly upset if he stays on the roster for this year.
1: I kept him. Um, yeah, I, was, I
0: mean, I did too.
1: And again, the reasons we talked about where we felt how important the secondary was going to be in this defense you know a, a blitz-happy defense, and we thought it'd be important mm-hmm. to have as fortified as you can back there. So that was my reason for keeping him. So Yeah, and might... just
0: because he's better at zone doesn't mean he's not a good man. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he's he's a good corner. He's a very good corner.
1: Can they still offer a restructure with him?
0: I, I'm just assuming that they have to be so far apart on that that it's just not going to happen. Otherwise, it would have happened already. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm wrong, but... Um, I mean, it's still open right now. My biggest fear with corners, and, and we're going to do our next episode is our cornerback episode, so I don't want to go too in-depth on this. But as a general rule, I would rather pay for corners than draft them in the first round, just generally speaking. I think it is so difficult to—
1: Get a return to, on your investment.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we, and we said this before that some of the best corners in the league— some of the best corners in the league weren't good until their second or third year, which is most of their rookie contract. So you're paying for a guy who's not good, you know, like like an impact edge player. Maybe he you're gets paying, better, but the impact edge team, basically. player, basically, yeah, like the, the 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 impact edge guys are impact year one. I mean, even Azizo Jelari was good year one. That that is a round two edge player. You know what I'm saying, like. The round one corners, not all of them are impact players right away. It takes maybe I'll do some a, time.
1: Maybe I'll do a little research for the episode. I'll go back over the last, I don't know how many years, how many cornerbacks were drafted in their first round and how many of them signed a second deal with the same team. Yeah, That's well, I mean,
0: weird. or just see when they, when they got their Pro Bowl level, how far into their first contract they, and how many of them busted. I mean, yeah. guys like Dean Milliner, I mean, these are first round, first round corners. It feels like every year they bust. So I mean, you, it just seems consider, to have a high bust rate.
1: I mean, would you consider a guy who's not signed to a second contract a bust? Or just, I mean, I, mean, I guess there's rare instances if where you, they just become superstars and you can't afford them. But I think you make every effort to try to. They don't sign any second contract or with the same team? Same team. I mean, it would depends consider, on the
0: circumstances.
1: I mean, like, you might be able to often sign. More not. I mean, most yeah. the majority of the time would be probably because the guy's a bust. Uh... Uh, well, let's think of the Giants. The last several cornerbacks they've had—Eli Apple. He's a—is he a bust? I mean,
0: I mean, I would say he. He's I think like, he counts as a bust because I don't think he's a first-round talent.
1: Yeah, I, I think he's had a little bit of a career—a career resurgence of more like infamy more than anything. Yeah, I mean, he has a, he had a couple
0: good games on a very good defense in the postseason. He's not a good player. So and he may not he, be back next bust. year with them, so. He's definitely not back with them. Right, right. Well, right, I mean, man. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe we can do that.
1: Yeah, I'll do um, a little research.
0: You want to go around the league? I didn't do anything around the league when I did about my— I go
1: around the league in the last yeah. week or so? Yeah. No, uh, it, it was interesting. I was—Saturday, um, we were in Geneva watching— um, soccer my, uh, my tottenham spurs were playing man U, and all of a sudden they showed in a luxury box tom brady and i thought that was really interesting because we weren't watching the match here in america which would have been like nbc sports or something with their feed this was sky, sky sports out of britain so i'm like why the hell would they show tom brady like do people in england even know who tom brady is the very next day tom brady unretires now the link i'm sure most of you people know tom brady was at man U, who's owned by the glaziers who also own the bucks so is it possible or likely that those conversations were having while he was over there most likely so i don't know how much of you guys also watch soccer and we're watching that live and if the american feed even showed brady and and the box or not but it was very interesting how that all kind of played out and uh I guess the only thing I have for you, Grump, is: Are you surprised by any of this with Brady coming back, or are you surprised he's coming back with the Bucks?
0: I'm surprised he's coming back with the Bucks because that was my first question: Is what does that mean? Is he just like on the market? And it was like, oh, like I had to like, I was talking to my boss. I was like, I, I he's not, he's out of retirement, whatever. But where is he? And they're like, no, they're all wearing Bucks uniforms in the picture or whatever. I was like, seriously? Um, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I, um, Right now, all the best quarterbacks are in the AFC with the exception of Aaron Rodgers. So, um, I mean, th- him just returning to an NFC team almost guarantees him like an NFC divisional round. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, sure. If he stays. You know, I, I think he was – I think – ever since he had announced he's retiring, I thought that was a play for him to go somewhere else. I think that you look at the Bucks roster, you look at their salary cap, and I mm-hmm. get it now that he's back. All of a sudden, all the names are coming out of the woodwork who want to go sign with the Bucs and everything. But I really thought he tried to make a play to, to get his rights traded to like San Francisco. And I think the Bucs rightly called him on it and said, we're not trading. you. Mm-hmm. And maybe now that he's with the... Now he's saying he's not retired. Maybe they'll work out something. I mean, in the long-term interest of the Bucks, does it make more sense for them to trade him for assets? I mean, the guy is still 45. This roster's not going to be the same that it was There's, they got to re-sign I think three or four offensive linemen. You know, I would think that it would be worth it. I mean, yeah.
0: I don't really think that they're making a run with I mean, I guess I guess technically they have a shot just because the NFC is so whack, but yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, they, they they drafted Kyle Trask they know better than than us what his situation is but i would be interested to see where he's at you know what i mean like I, I know i know that Kyle Trask is like the experience level is huge drop but like he was prolific at florida i mean it's not like he was playing in the sunbelt conference he was
1: prolific at florida but you know i don't know if he has the arm strength to be to make all the throws in the nfl like you know a guy you know, the, the Gators have had in the past, they've had Shane Matthews and they've had Danny Werfel, guys that, you know, all SEC quarterbacks, even a Heisman Trophy quarterback. Tim Tebow, another guy, you know, don't have those NFL arms that makes those, every one of those throws that you have to. And also his experience level is way, way lower because yeah, he never I mean, he played was, in high was a, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah.
0: So, but I mean, I, I don't really care what the the lineage of Florida quarterbacks not having arm strength. It, that, I mean, that was a high-powered – Florida offense that he was part of, and some of those right. throws to Kyle Pitts were not ten yard throws.
1: You know what I mean? I, right. But I'm saying though, that the difference between college and the pros is pretty significant. We're talking about high poweredness with a quarterback. And, sure,
0: I agree. Yeah.
1: I mean, um, if, if the Bucks are, if, let's put it this way: if Brady really was retiring and he was not coming back, and they were just going to say, "We're going to rebuild." I think they would have tried it out Pitts, Uh Kyle Trask and see That's what, he what did. I would think. Right. I yeah. I think so. I think
0: So maybe they're going to do some cat maneuvering to get some guys back, you know,
1: shady if saw, void if year he's things. Still with or... them. I I still there's something in the back of my mind that tells me that when the season starts that Brady's going to be with San Francisco.
0: Yeah, and he would stay in in the NFC, so that would make sense to me. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Um Aaron, Aaron Rodgers
0: Rogers, yeah uh signed a massive deal to stay in Green Bay um I don't really have any take on that other than he's probably the best quarterback in the NFC
1: yeah and then it's you know the whole drama for the last year was you know uh he wanted to leave because they weren't building a team around him and what do they do today they they, they dumped Devonte Adams to where did he go the Raiders. The Raiders, right. Yeah. So I'm sure that probably went over well with the. <laughs> Do we know sure what the they next got pack in return? Pack of the episode it's, it, will be pretty interesting to listen oh to. Oh my God. <laughs> uh,
0: you, you were saying that the, the drama with Aaron Rodgers over the last couple of years was about building the team. What wasn't part of the drama with Aaron Rodgers over the last couple of years? He's become what I, at least what I feel like is that the perception of him generally was that he was a good guy that everybody really kind of liked until the last couple of years, he's just slowly lost that
1: reputation. He's just become a dick. I mean, it's just really just kind of like the arrogance about him, the fact that it came out that he doesn't get along with his family, you know, the whole, you know... Just odd comments, the fact how he lied about getting vaxxed, all all these different things add up to a guy. Yeah, he was he's dating
0: almost, Olivia Munn and screwed that up. She's yeah, super it's hot. like he's
1: almost trying to be like a wrestling heel now, like on purpose.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> and man. Hey, you know, I so would like, probably still, pay more attention to him if he was the next yeah, the, the mean, Triple H of the NFL. Yeah, yeah. So eh, whatever.
1: Um, I don't. I, I mean, do, do you?
0: Do you think that getting rid of Devontae Adams means that a Kenny Galladay trade is potentially possible?
1: Sure. I mean, that's an absolute win-now team. Would and you do it? Would I trade Kenny Galladay? To Green Bay. I, say, say Say you get a second-round pick for him. Absolutely. Okay. 100%.
0: I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I like looking- Kenny Galladay here. I think he's great. But, I mean, he. I think his window of being dominant in the NFL or, or a number one receiver is limited to the contract he just signed. I think by the end of that contract, he will not be a number one wide receiver in right. the NFL. Right. So, and- are we
1: going to be competitive during that contract? I don't know his value for this team is his ability what we can get back for him and also that cap space kind of clawed back to us oh yeah that's going to be the biggest hurdle And that's to me i mean if we were in a different situation if this was an eight and eight team no probably not But you know something like right. if uh you know we didn't see the greatest chemistry with him and daniel jones last year when the rare times they played together i mean i we don't owe anything to him to keep him around he's not you know He's our number one – he's our wide receiver one, but it doesn't really feel like it. Like it hardly – like do you – when you just subconsciously think about the Giants offense and you think, who's our wide receiver? Do you instantly think Kenny Galladay? Uh, I, still think, I still think like Sterling Shepard or another guy. I, I,
0: my, I, I, my brain goes directly to Galladay and Tony personally because that yeah, to me is like to, the best. Yeah. And um, so uh,
1: I, I – if they say a second-round pick right now, we can get off of that cap because again, this is a rebuild. This team, and we're not trying to win this year. You know, the the uh, the window isn't right now. I would absolutely consider it.
0: Yeah, and I think I think with the with the amount of cap that we'd be able to dump, we'd be able to sign another wide receiver in addition sure. to drafting one. Um, and I think, quite frankly, I don't think Brian Dable needs a a alpha number one big dick wide receiver in his offense. I think he can throw numbers game of wide receivers, right? You get like six guys that are speedy or whatever, and he can make an offense work out of it.
1: And also, you said alpha. You know who? He's an alpha guy, too. I mean, how long did it take before you got in the, the fight with Jason Garrett? Was it week two? Yeah, something like that. I don't have a problem with him
0: being an alpha guy, though. I have no issue with that, personally.
1: I know, but you know something? I think...
0: He's not Des Bryant. He's not a it's diva. Dez he's Bryant. just an alpha. That's fine. I
1: understand, but is this team ready for an alpha?
0: No. <laughs> they <laughs> need they. You know what? They need fucking alphas. This team needs alphas. We don't have an alpha at quarterback, right?
1: I mean, he's He's the right alpha. We need we need alphas that aren't look at me, me first alphas. And I think I think guys like, and I'm not saying he's necessarily a, 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 someone like a T.O. or you know, no, I don't Antonio think Antonio like Brown that. type of me first alpha, but. That was definitely an alpha move he pulled last year with, with Garrett. It took two weeks before it happened. you know. And then if he has and another fucking season, good riddance, too. I mean, I'm sure whatever he was saying is
0: probably fucking right based on everything I, I, I saw last that's, year.
1: That's very possible. But what happens <laughs> next... What happens this year, again, if uh, Jones is struggling, the offense is struggling, it takes a while to get out of the gate, is he going to be... Is there going to be another situation again with him where it's like, is it really constructive alpha? Or is it just frustration alpha? And I, 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 the whole point of this is... This team needs such a fresh start with everything yeah. that we don't need that necessarily.
0: Yeah. I, I do want to walk back a little bit. I've said very defiantly that we don't have an alpha at quarterback. I do think that Daniel Jones is a good leader, but he doesn't walk in the room the way – I don't know. Who would you say is like an alpha quarterback that just walks in the room and he just – like Aaron Rodgers, I would say, is probably an alpha
1: quarterback. Like going back to when he was drafted. Oh, uh, uh, Burrow. Joe Burrow, yeah, another that guy. He's an alpha with a capital A, and he was at LSU, and he's right now is mm-hmm. as well, one hundred percent. Yeah,
0: um, but I, I do Wilson? think I would say Russell Wilson's probably an alpha quarterback. I'm sure he's in there getting. I think even Patrick Mahomes is another guy that you know he walks in into the room and you know his input is is boldly spoken and and discussed. You know what I mean? I I don't know. I I, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. I did a
1: bad segue. I was talking about Russell Wilson as far as the
0: trade. Any thoughts about that? Oh, um, (laughs) any thoughts about that? Hilarious, hilarious tweet (laughs) game between, uh, with Denver. I don't know what Seattle's social media guy did before he got fired there where he thought it would be hilarious to post a gift from Castaway, um, (laughs) screaming for Wilson, but Denver's (laughs) response is fantastic. Um him going to Denver immediately makes the AFC West the best group of quarterbacks in a single division I've seen in a long time (sighs) Um, you're right
1: I can't even think of one
0: yeah I really can't Um, that said I I don't know I I guess Drew Drew Lock went to Seattle do do we think that Seattle is not like they're gonna make a QB move this year maybe
1: they may just deal with Drew Locke this year and you know deal with it next towards year. the future. Yeah, um, I guess my, my the biggest thing thing it was I was interested in with the trade was. Well, what did they end up getting for him? And that deal, again, we never would have done it. But I'll, I'll make it to South there official. If you are the Giants GM, were you giving up all that for Russell Wilson? Well, what was the entire haul? Oh, uh, two first round picks. So He's number nine this year, a twenty twenty three first rounder, two second round picks. This year, fifth round pick, a tight end, Drew Locke, and a defensive end.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, Shelby. Um, yeah. Would we have given up all of that for Russell Wilson? Uh, no, because no. We're, we're. I mean, we're nowhere near competing. Denver seems to think. So. I think I'm sure Vic Fangio no. is fucking fuming that Russell Wilson is there now after they him. And fired we can't
1: him. afford him. I mean, where are we going to fit that cap? Well, yeah, that,
0: I mean, Russell Wilson was always going to be a pie in the sky. What is this? It's like a $40 million crazy-ass hit for let's, this year. There's no let's way. Let's remember,
1: Grump, how this whole thing started and why, you know, again, fans listen to what they want to hear. What happened was Russell Wilson said, I don't want to be traded, but if I did, here's a list of five teams I consider going to. And people immediately turned that and spun it into Giants have interest in Russell Wilson. We never had interest in him. There was a poorly, I don't know what his plan was for doing that, but he put us on his list. That's all it ever was. It all ever became. And it was really that. just
0: because we were located in the city.
1: Exactly. That's for his wife. So, again. It's not like we lost out on the sweepstakes. It wasn't like we tried and failed. We just never were going to go that way. And it was just only because he is interested in us that people, again, thought it was we're trying to get him. Because I had more people in the last six months ask me, so you think the Giants are getting Russell Wilson? Are you really trying to get him? Like, no.
0: Yeah. Zero chance. There's just – I – never thought there was anything more than like a 3% chance.
1: I thought it was
0: a 0.0. Well, if I'm being completely honest, I never think anything is a 0% chance. If I'm being totally honest. So 3% is about as low as I
1: go. To me, it was 0% because of A, our situation. Yeah. B, B, his age. C, how much you'd have to give up. And D, how much he costs. I mean, that equals to me zero. So
0: what I think is funnier is that Denver also – Uh, They acquired Randy Gregory. Um, The Dallas Cowboys announced that he was (laughs) re-signed, and about five minutes later, Denver, with their surprise. That social media guy, by the way, is getting raised. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'd say so.
0: And apparently what I saw was, and I don't know how true this is, is that Dallas tried to switch something in the contract at the final minute, and Gregory just walked away from the table.
1: Yeah, Um, good for him. Yeah. I'm not saying Uh, that just because that's the Cowboys. It's just like... Don't let anybody in life try to pull a fast one on you, whether you are a defensive end in the NFL or you are trying to negotiate your first job out of college or whatever you do. Don't let anybody fuck you and try to think they can at the last minute.
0: Have the Uh, Be be careful with your wording now. I used an F word while quote tweeting Adam Schefter and now I can't fucking see him for a week. So on the most important period of fucking time to be following Adam Schefter on Twitter, I can't. Um, and it was because I quote tweeted and used a bad word when I did it. And what I was quote tweeting was the rule <laughs> proposal change for overtime. So I think it was like the Eagles and maybe one other team. I don't know because I can't look now. Um, uh, it was,
1: uh, I think it was the Titans.
0: Okay. No, well, well it, two teams proposed that overtime rules be changed so that both teams get a chance to possess the ball. The oh. Titans' po- proposal was that – both teams get a chance to possess the ball, unless the team that scores the touchdown first also gets a two-point conversion. Then the game is over. And my take on that is that that is such a that is such a shitty middle ground that it's it's pointless. Forget that. If people are going to bitch about this overtime, then just change it to the to, to so that both teams get the ball and just shut the fuck up about it. I'm people I'm are, over complaining about it.
1: People have one major grief with the NFL overtime rules. It's not. Fair for both teams. Both teams don't have an equal shot. I don't and, to and, understand. And the, that the proposal doesn't this. fix it. Yeah, it doesn't solve the problem. It's like, you know, something, if I have Aaron Rodgers or I have Pat Mahomes or I have Jesus Christ as my quarterback, he's sitting there on the sideline watching his defense give up a touchdown and then give up a two point conversion. The same problem occurred. It's this league has mutated in the last 20 years to be an offensive league a passing offensive league rules have changed rules are enforced different ways uh, play formations are they're all different now they're all set up to score score offense offense excitement excitement and you have to make it fair you have to give your most teams spend more money the team the position they spend the most is quarterback and they spend the second most like on left tackle to protect him wide receiver uh, you know if you're the Giants you draft a running back second <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the point is that teams build their strengths are an offense and it, you're not solving any problem by doing that and I just think it's stupid it's not it's 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 it, to me it's as silly as moving back the extra point you're like you're, you're not solving a problem you think you have you're just trying to make it more exciting and that doesn't solve the problem
0: yeah, I, I should have waited to talk to you about this before taking my anger out on Twitter. Whatever. Well, I'll block you anyway. Don't worry about there it. There you go. Nice. Cool. <laughs> um, that's going to kind of do it for our, our quick news wrap-up. I'm happy to have the Cranky Fan back, my co-host, my the the, the Robin to my Batman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, not the Adam West Batman. Yeah, um, thanks. I'll uh, be the Michael <laughs> Keaton one. <laughs> um, so, uh, our next episode will be next week. Unless something catastrophic happens, something really, really newsworthy, it will be our regular Tuesday slot. And we're going to be going over the cornerback position, our current Giants cornerbacks, our free agent market of cornerbacks, and the draft. Um, and we will be back in full swing with our scheduled uh, positional, you know overview as we head towards the draft um so be sure to like subscribe whatever all those things on spotify itunes you know google play and of course youtube where you can view this and see our wonderful faces as we uh as we yeah. get older
1: grump i'm looking at the calendar over here the draft's only five weeks away five weeks from tonight
0: yeah man it's about it's about a month uh so we have
1: anniversary, a, so i better get on the ball with that too so
0: yeah I have a a shitload of work to do, and so that means there will be a shitload of content. So, like I said, be sure to follow. Um, Also on Twitter, our our ats are right there, at football underscore grump, at the Cranky Fan. And we will see you all next time. Go Go Giants!